Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Parshas Nosei is the longest parsha in the Torah, and the longest section within this parsha concerns the gifts that were given by the leaders of each Shevet on the first twelve inaugural days of the Mishkan. On, beginning with the first of Nisan, each day another Nasi brought an identical set of korbanos and other gifts. In this shiur, we will focus on one of the gifts, Kafachas Asara Zahov Malaya Katoris. Each Nasi gave one spoon, which measured, which weighed ten measures of gold, and this spoon was Malaya Katoris, it was full of incense. On this, Rashi comments that Loimatsinu Katoris the Yachid, we never find that incense was brought by an individual person. Incense was brought, as it is commanded in Sefer Shemais earlier, incense was brought each day as a communal korban, once in the morning and once in the afternoon. We never find k'tiris, incense, being brought by a single individual. We also do not find that incense was ever brought on the outer mizbeach, the mishkan, as it is uh, outlined in Parshas Truma, had two mizbechas, two altars. One was a larger altar out in the courtyard, and that's where animal korbanos and also grain korbanos were brought. And then inside the tent of the mishkan, there was a much smaller golden mizbeach upon which incense was burned. Here Rashi tells us, although it's not does not seem to be explicit in the Pasuk, that this incense that was brought by the Nesiyam was brought on the Mizbeach HaChitzayin, on the outer Mizbeach, and Rashi comments that also is something that we do not find in any other place. So Rashi says, Ela Bilvad. We don't find such a Ktiris that it would be brought by a single individual and that it would be brought on the outer Mizbeach, except this one that was brought by the Nesiyam. So Rashi says, V'hoiroas shor haisa. This was what's called a heroic shor. This was a temporary ruling. In other words, under normal circumstances, such a thing would not be acceptable. But here, there was a temporary ruling from Hashem that this, in fact, was acceptable. Rashi here does not offer any rationale for why Hashem temporarily ruled that such an unusual type of katoris should be acceptable. As we have mentioned many times, we can often develop deeper understanding of a Rashi comment by finding elsewhere in the Torah or elsewhere in the Tanakh Rashi comments on similar matters and see how they relate. In this case, let us go to a Pasuk in Shir HaShirim, Perik He, Pasuk Aleph. As we know, Shir HaShirim is in the form of a log of a love song. There is a, as it is referred to as Hadoid, there is the male lover, Vaharaya, and the female lover. And they exchange compliments to each other. Of course, we know 
that our Chazal tell us that all of this is a marshal for the love between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He is the Dod, and Klai Yisrael, we are the Raya. So it says in Perak Hey, Pasuk Aleph, Basi the Gani, Achoisi Chalo, I, the Doid, have come, to, I came to my garden, my sister, my Kala, Arisi Muri Imbisami, and I uh, plucked some more, Mir, M Y R H H, is a fragrant spice, so I plucked some more and some other Bisamim, some other fragrant spices. Achalti Yari Imdivshi, and I ate. Literally, translation would be, I ate my forest with my honey. We'll see about this in Rashi, etc. So here the Doid seems to be describing some very uh, exciting and pleasant experience. Let's see how Rashi understands it. Rashi says, Bossi Lagani, I came to my garden, refers to Yemei Chanukah Sabayas. This refers to the same days that we are talking about here in Parshas Nosei, the days of the inauguration of the house of the Mishkan. And Rashi says that I plucked, the Pasuk says, I plucked some fragrant spices, says Rashi al Shem HaKtairis. This is referring the, to the Ketairis, to the incense. She'iktiru Ketairis Yochid Hanasiyam al Mizbeach HaChitzayn. That the Nasiyam brought Ketairis Yochid, they brought, each one brought Ketairis as an individual, not as a communal korban, but as a single individual, al Mizbeach HaChitzayn, on the outer Mizbeach. So it is referring exactly to this event which we were discussing in Parshas Nosai. Benis says Rashi further in Shirashirim, Venis Kabla, and this Ktoiris was accepted by Hashem. And it, this is something that does not apply for the generations. This is not the normal and permanent halacha. This was a special exemption just at that moment. And therefore, says Rashi, Nemar, it says about this in Shirashirim, Achalti Yari Imdivshi. I ate my yar with my dvash. The Rashi is going to explain, we'll read the words in a moment. Rashi is going to explain that the reference here is to what appears to be sugarcane or something quite similar. It is some sort of a reed or a wooden stalk that has in it a very sweet substance. Says Rashi, Yesh dvash gadel bekanim. There is a type of honey that grows on reeds or stalks. Ke'inyin shenemar, as it says, a posik in Shmuel. We'll skip that for now. And Rashi continues, Umoitzitzin hadvash, people suck out the honey from this reed or this uh, stalk. Umashlichana eats, and normally they throw away the stick. Vani, but I, meroiv chiba, because of my great love, achalti yari imdivshi. I ate the yar, meaning the stalk, imdivshi, together with the honey. Says Rashi, achalti hakone im hadvash. I ate the stick together with the honey. Esheino roi im haroi. I ate that which was fitting, meaning the honey, that's sweet and something good to eat. I ate it together with, that's, I ate the eno roi, I ate the stick together with the roi, with the honey, which is what is really fitting to eat. And Rashi says, what's the nimshal? Keteris nadava. In other words, I, 
I consumed and I accepted this katoiris, which was voluntary, and normally there's no such thing as voluntary katoiris. So it's something that in effect is eno roi, but I accepted it. V'chein si'irei chates shihikrivu hanasiyam. And similarly, Rashi adds on, there were si'irei chatos, there were goats brought as a sin offering that the Nesim brought, ve'ein chatos kreven adava, and a chatos also is not normally brought voluntarily. It has to be that the person did certain very specific sins in a certain very specific way, then he has to bring a chatos. Vani kibaltim baltim but I accepted them on that day. So Rashi is understanding this Pasuk in Shira Shirim, that it is referring to exactly the event that we have been talking about in Parshas Nosai. And it is saying, it is comparing a person who was so excited about getting the sweet sugar out of the cane that he ate the cane also. That is compared to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, had such chiba, had such love for the Nesim, and had such excitement about receiving a koyin from them, that Kaviyochol HaKadosh Baruch Hu ate the cane together with the sugar. He accepted certain types of korbanos that normally are not acceptable, together with other korbanos that were normally acceptable. The Nesim also brought uh, bulls and sheep, etc., which are, in any case, acceptable and may be brought voluntarily at any time. What do we see here? that this Hiroa Shah that Rashi talks about in Parshish Nasai, this temporary ruling that HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted the Ktoiris from the Nesim, even though it broke the normal rules of Ktoiris, it flowed from Chiba. As Rashi says in Shira Shirim, because of Chiba. So this flowed from the special love, the special affection that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had for the Nesim at that time, so he therefore accepted a korban, the, namely the Ktoiris, that would not be acceptable at other times. Of course, we still have to understand why, what was so special about this moment of Hanukkah Samizbeach. It certainly was a very special moment, but why was it so special? that at this moment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should, so to speak, break his own rules. And what is so expe- special about the Nesim, that it is specifically through them that HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed this special affection and broke his own rules. In order to understand this, we once again need to go to another related Pusik with its Rashi comment. In this case, we go back to Parshas Vayakel, where the Torah talks not about the Chanukah Samizbeach, not about the inauguration, the first use of the Mizbeach in the Mishkan, but rather about the Nidvas Mishkan, about the contributions that were made in order to build the Mishkan. And in Parshas Vayakel, the Torah talks at length about all the different materials that Klal Yisrael brought in order to build the Mishkan. Uh, gold and silver and fabrics and uh, wooden planks and animal skins, etc., etc. And then in Perak Lamed Hay, Pasuk Zion, it tells us what the Nisim brought. 
It says, V'hanesiyim heviyu eis avnei ha-shoyham ve'es avnei ha-miluim lo'ifoid v'lachoyshin. The Nesiyim, they brought the Shoyham stones. These were precious stones that were set in the in the shoulders of the ephod, the apron of the Koyen Godel. And they brought the Avni Miluyim. This was another set of 12 different kinds of precious stones that were set in the Choshen, in the Koyen Godel's breastplate. They also brought the Boisim. They brought the fragrant spices for the Katoiris. And the Shemen, they brought the oil that was used for the Menorah and for the Shemen Hamishcha, for the very special uh, spiced oil that was used to sanctify the various parts of the Mishkan. Now, Rashi points out that the Nesim here brought their contribution last. And he raises the question, why did they bring their contribution here last? Whereas in Parshas Nasoi that we're learning, they brought their korbanos for the inauguration of the Mishkan, they brought their korbanos first. So Rashi says in the name of Rabbi Nosson, Ma'ro'u nesiyim lisnadev b'chanukas ha'mizbeach b'tchilo. What did the Nesim see, or what did they think that they brought their uh, their contributions for the inauguration of the Mizbeach? They brought the first, they were the first people to bring korbanos in the newly built Mishkan. However, uvemaleches ha-mishkan lo'yisnadvu b'tchilo. When it came to the work of the Mishkan, the building of the Mishkan, they did not contribute materials to its building at the first. They were the, actually the last people. Elakach Omru Nesim. This is what the Nesim said. Yisnadvu Tzibor Mashem Yisnadvim. They said, let the congregation bring the donations that they are able to bring. And they figured for surely they would come up short. Umashem Echasrin that which they lack, that which they fail to bring, because simply they don't have everything, we will finish it off. But since the congregation brought everything that was necessary for the building of the Mishkan, it says in the Pasuk that the Malacha, the work, the materials that were brought by the people were sufficient for the building of the whole Mishkan. So Amru Nesim Ma'aleinu Lasais. The Nesim said, "What is upon us to do?" So Heviu es Avnei Hashoyam. They brought the Avnei Hashoyam. They brought these precious stones for the Ephod and the Cheshen, and they brought the, um, the 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 spices for the Ketores and the oil. He says, "Lachach isnadvu mechanukas amizbeach techila," and therefore they donated. To the inauguration of the Mizbeach in Parshas Nosoi, they came first because they failed, in a certain sense, to bring as much as they could have brought when it came to the construction of the Mishkan. So then, when it came to the inauguration of the Mishkan, they ran to be the first ones. Says Rashi, "Well, the fishin is atzlu mitchila, because they were lazy to a certain extent at the beginning." They didn't do as much as they could have done. So, therefore, a letter is missing from their name. The word Hanasiyim normally would have probably two Yuds, at least one at the end of the word Yud Mem to indicate the plural. And here it is written Vav He Nun Sin Ayin Aleph Mem. No Yud at all. So, it is written Chaser. 
It is written in what we discussed once is called defective or lacking spelling. And this indicates, as we explained previously, this indicates some lack in the people being described. That's the Rashi in Parshas Vayakil. Now, on this Rashi, the Maskil the David spends quite a bit of time explaining. If they thought that the people would not bring everything that was necessary, but in fact, it ended up that the people did bring everything that was necessary. So why did the Nevi'im bring the Avnei HaShoyam and the Avnei HaMeluyim? Why did they bring these precious stones? Wouldn't that also have been brought by the people? If the people brought everything, well, why didn't they bring that? So the Maskil the David explains that it was always understood, perhaps it was expressed to them by Moshe, but it was always understood that the most appropriate thing for the Nesim to bring to the, uh, as donations to the building of the Mishkan would be these precious stones. These were the princes of the nation. These were wealthy people. They were the ones who would have these stones. And, and for whatever uh, more profound reasons, this would be the most appropriate donation for them to bring. But in addition, they should have also brought other materials, just like everyone else brought whatever materials he or she could bring as a nadava, as a, so to speak, random uh, donation, so too the Nesim should have brought whatever kinds of uh, uh, materials and wood and, and, uh, and, and fabrics and gold and silver. They also should have brought as many of these things as they could. Because they didn't, so there is a certain punishment uh, the, the, their name is written in a fashion that indicates some lack on their part. And because of this, they tried to rectify the situation by coming first to bring korbanos and other gifts at the inauguration of the Mishkan. Now, it turns out that there were two different categories of things that the Nesim needed to bring to the Mishkan, to the building of the Mishkan. Number one, they needed in any case, they were commanded, it was proper for them that they should have brought the Avnei HaShoyim V'Hamidluyim, they should have brought these precious stones, because that is what is Ro'oilahem. And in fact, that's what it sounds like from Rashi's words, that when everything else had been brought, the Nesim said, Ma'aleinu La'asais, what is upon us? What is obligatory upon us, obligatory upon us to bring? That's category number one. Category number two is they should have brought all different other kinds of donations, just like everybody else brought whatever materials they could. Now, in fact, the Nesim were somewhat lazy about category number two, and they only brought category number one, which was the obligat- their obligatory contribution of the precious stones. Now, as we said... They wanted to rectify this. They wanted to do something to me, misaken their, their sins, so to speak. And therefore, they lined up first. When it came to the Hanukkah Samizbeach, when it came to the inauguration, the inaugural korbanis, the Nesim made a plan, and they came first. And they had their hands full of all different kinds of korbanis and gifts. Now, in order to fully rectify what they failed to do by the contributions to the Mishkan, over here, 
they over here they brought korbanos, uh, sheep and bulls and rams, etc., which are normal, are normally accepted as korbanos, but they wanted to go beyond that because it's in the going beyond the letter of the law, that's where they had failed somewhat at first. They wanted to go lifnim mishura sedin. They wanted to do more than what, they were, what was proper and obligatory. And therefore, they brought some korbanos, specifically the katoiris, which is completely beyond the letter of the law. Not only was it not necessary for them to bring, but under normal circumstances would not even be permitted for them to bring. But they brought it anyway because they wanted to outdo themselves, so to speak, in this idea of going beyond the letter of the law. Now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who was presented with these korbanos, their extraordinary desire to do extra created in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, an extraordinary desire to do extra. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu said, as a Hoiroya Shaw, as a temporary one-time ruling, that this Katoiris, which was being brought by individuals rather than by the whole congregation, and which was being brought on the outer Mizbeach, whereas normally Katoiris is brought on the inner Mizbeach, and it is being brought as Nedava, whereas normally Keteris is only brought in the oblig- obligatory times of morning and afternoon, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, got in the mood of doing beyond the letter of the law, because the Nesim were motivated by this, this emotion of going beyond what is necessary, so that created in HaKadosh Baruch Hu a desire, a very affectionate desire, to accept beyond the letter of the law, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a Hiroya Shaw, he made a temporary ruling that this very unusual type of Keteris could be accepted. This, in fact, I believe, is very similar to a very famous idea that was explained by the Baal Shem Tov, of Racha. The Pasuk in Tehillim, near the end of Tehillim, says, Hashem silcha al yad yeminecha. Hashem is the shade by your right hand. Now perhaps in simplicity it means that if the sun is uh, beating down upon you, but there's always shade right next to you. But the Baal Shem Tov explains, what is a person's shadow? Hashem is your shadow on your right hand side. Your shadow does whatever you do. If you lift up your hand and you look at your shadow, your shadow lifts up his hand. If you kick your foot, your shadow kicks its foot. Explained the Baal Shem Tov, what you do, how you act, is how HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts towards you. If you act in a good way, in a proper way, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will act in a generous and good way towards you. And if you, like the Nesim, express a desire to go sometimes beyond the letter of the law, to go beyond what is necessary and to do something extra, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will accept it because HaKadosh Baruch Hu mirrors what you do. He is your shadow. Of course, this has many uh, details in halacha. You can't just make up on your own something like the Nesim did uh, to, to bring, to do a mitzvah that is totally uncalled for, but certainly to do more of a mitzvah, 
to do a mitzvah better and better, even beyond the minimum, is always acceptable and praiseworthy, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will accept it with an exceptional amount of goodwill. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash